0: Welcome to Yara's Grow the Future podcast. Yara is the global leader in crop nutrition knowledge and a producer of quality fertilizer products. Grow the Future with Yara.
1: Hello, and welcome from me, Ken Rundle. I've been joined by two contributors this time, and we're going to talk about a grassland competition sponsored by Yara and developed for students at the Barony campus of Scotland's Rural College, SRUC. Yara's Country Grassland Specialist, Philip Cosgrave, you'll know well, but Gemma Higgins is a new voice. Gemma lectures to students on the National Certificate of Agriculture course at Barony, which lies in the heart of Dumfries and Galloway. We'll hear more from her in a moment, but first, Philip Cosgrave, can you tell me something about Yara's involvement with the competition?
0: The the idea for the competition started out with a a conversation at Agri-Scott one year with a... um, with a a colleague of of Gemma's, uh, John Flanagan, who I've known for a long time I went to uni with up in Aberdeen. And I guess the conversation, I suppose, was mainly about how Yara may become involved in, I suppose, in something that might um, help, I suppose, uh, encourage a better understanding of, you know, nutrient management principles um, for students because I guess it's, certainly for people who are involved in nutrient management like myself day in day out there is um we understand the the whole idea quite um quite well but for those for students um you know from you know whether it's the national certificate that are that are you know starting off um i think it's important not just to have that theoretical side of nutrient management then but but also kind of be able to um, have a have a practical knowledge of putting that theory into practice.
1: And so, this is developing as an idea. You're still exploring ways, really, but it's been it's been up and running for a while.
0: Yes. Now, this is the second year of it. This year, um, and look through COVID, there there was a there was a, a break, but we're really happy that it has got going again in in 2022. And yes, I think it is definitely something that's um, that will develop. And we're certainly keen to, um, you know, to, to see that development progress and to remain part of it, Ken.
1: Gemma, I know SIUC has run a winter wheat challenge for years sponsored by the McRobert Trust in Aberdeenshire. Small teams of students from across the six campuses choose management regimes for their trial plots of wheat attended by the SIUC trials team. The winner is the team with the best gross margin in that case, but the grassland competition uses different criteria. Perhaps you can explain.
2: Yes, so the basic idea is that students are split into teams and they're each given a grassland plot where they can pick a Yara fertiliser product um, and they then choose how, well, they calculate the application rate and they can select their timings. The results are then based on the yield of their first cut silage. Um, I suppose the slightly more detailed answer to that question is that it's our National Certificate Agriculture students in particular that are involved. Um, it's two to three students in each team and they're randomly allocated two plots. In previous years, we just um, gave them a uh, one plot. However, this year we decided to do two plots. Um, so they got one plot where they could apply slurry and inorganic fertiliser. However, in the other plot, they could only apply inorganic fertiliser.
1: That choice of silage as a first cut is a good target because it fits in with term times and students on campus and all of those kind of things. There's a practicality to your choice of target.
2: Yeah, very much so to fit in with the agricultural calendar. Yes, because so the students going off June time, we needed it to be first cut, or it just they wouldn't be about for the results.
1: And slurry is involved in this as well. It's not just the inorganic fertilizer.
2: No, no, yes. So, uh, one of the plots which they used, they can apply Sorry, to some of us.
1: So how have the students responded?
2: The students have responded greatly to it. It's actually, it's very interesting to see. The majority of them are a little unsure about what's going on at the beginning. And then as the competition progresses, they totally get into it. They start to see differences between each other's plots. We take out a plate meter and they start to then measure differences. And you can see hear them shouting across the field at one another like, oh, hi, how have you got more than me? What did you apply? When did you apply? it? How much did you apply? It's yeah, so a no, it is. It's great to see.
1: And it engages them, really. It's, it's a real tool for that.
2: Yeah, yeah, totally.
1: So what other things as a teacher do you think the competition helps with in that sense?
2: So it very much helps us bring the theory from the classroom out, uh, from the classroom out into the field and it helps our understanding of grass and management and utilisation. With the major- With us being in the south and west, the majority of our students are very livestock focused. So the competition brings that additional exercise alongside their animal husbandry tasks, which they tend to wish to focus on. It's also a great way to see 16, 17, 18-year-olds roughly experience trials and find out what they are, how they work, that sort
1: of thing. So suddenly trials become real, reality and, and they're significant, which of course means that in future years, hopefully they'll go to various demonstrations, events and so on and begin to understand that as as data we all being told is, is increasingly important in modern agriculture and you're switching them on early.
2: Yes, exactly.
1: Philip, the competition is still work in progress as we said. But how encouraged are you so far?
0: No, we're delighted so far, Ken, and how it's progressing. And even um where, you know, we must um you know say that that Gemma has done tremendous work in developing this competition and she's really driven it on. And I guess what, what it's done, you know, this year with having the actual a second plot for the students to to manage that 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 received organic manures i think that's really positive as well um because obviously organic manures are going to make up a uh, um, a very important part of the nutrient requirements of a first um first cut crop and um, i guess um, there was um you know the scope there to actually conserve some of the grass from those plots into um and, and to then use that grass then to to analyze that grass uh, you know after it's been conserved for a number of weeks um as silage to see whether there's any differences in silage quality and that probably is something that um hopefully we can um we can uh, i suppose bring about next year because i think um you know having it currently that has just been based on dry matter yields um is good but we would like to actually bring it into a quality perspective because obviously we're we're you're you're growing this grass to produce silage it's going to be fed livestock and and it's not just how much grass you're producing it's the quality of that grass too so we we hope that year on year we can progress this um competition anyway and um as jenna said even on to to um you know other students and other courses
1: there is a practicality problem about making the silage gemmer in because of the small, relatively small quantity of grass and the need to standardize everything. But on top of that, I mean, how do you go about analyzing the slurry? For example, is that a standard level, or is there ability to actually do more testing on that in future?
2: It's currently we've just used the standard from the SAC handbook. However, there is going forward. SAC—that's
1: that we... Scottish SAC Consulting, which is part of sruc yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so there is the potential though for us to be able to test slurry uh, beforehand and then they have the exact nutrient content of that before and then use that in their calculations going forward.
1: But there's, there is scope, as, as we've said. And, and do you see this spreading to some of the other campuses in, uh, in SIUC, what Aberdeenshire, uh, the Lothians and so on?
2: Uh, not in the immediate future, but yes, definitely there is the potential there for that to happen.
1: And, and what other ideas do you think are you beginning to sort of? If you if you have a brainstorming event or your blue sky thinking, where do you see this going?
2: Um, so as Philip touched on the silage quality element, that would be great. We also wondered about including students from higher qualifications such as HNC, HND, and but add a little bit more complexity. Whether we include, for example, maybe a, a costing element or something of that. Like,
1: because so. there, are, there are various courses happening at the college and why not incorporate the basic work? And you'd need a bit more ground on your trial plots, I suppose. But uh, that's, <laughs> yeah, who's yeah. going to complain about that? Exactly. <laughs> and presumably the, the field is, is is available to the, to the dairy herd at the, at the Barony after you've done the trial. So it's not as though you're using up a paddock for unnecessarily long period of time.
2: Yeah, well actually this year we managed to get our own area of a section, so we've got other plots going on in that field now within that area, so it's slightly been taken out of the farm's use directly, however, yeah, we do have the potential for that.
1: But this is, this is something I can see that really excites you.
2: Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I get a bit passionate about it.
1: <laughs> and Philip, any particular view from your point of view? You Are you you're seeing that passion coming through obviously?
0: Yeah, we we certainly are, are, as I said earlier, we're very happy to how it's progressing. And, um, yeah, we hope that, you know, students will take different things out of it. But the main thing is that, that's, that, that, you know, at the end of the day, we're doing this for the benefit of students. And, um, as long as students find that it's, it's beneficial for them, well, then, you know, that, 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 um, is the, 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 the main criteria for to continue our involvement in this, Ken.
1: And I think also presumably they're they're also getting a view that there's a different area of consultation. They use it. They're used to SAC consulting, which is part of the college, the, the college advisors, and so on. But they're also recognising that uh, commercial organisations have got advice and as well.
0: Yes, and that's I, I guess um, look uh, these students that are that are um, that have t- that took part in it this year. You know that they know that um, obviously they're certain contact points within Yara and if you know at a, a further date um that they need any help when they go back into industry or whether they continue on as, as as students in further education that you know there is a point of contact there that um you know Gemma can can send my contacts on to and we can kind of continue you know to to share our knowledge on the whole area of, of grassland nutrition
1: and that widening of horizons Gemma that's something that you're keen on as well
2: yeah definitely
1: Well, we'll be watching the progress of the competition with interest. Philip Cosgraves of Yara and Gemma Higgins of SIUC, thanks very much and good luck with the project. Next time, I'll be looking at soil testing in its various forms. So join me, Ken Rundle, in a couple of weeks' time.
0: Thanks for listening to Yara's Grow the Future podcast. For more information, visit yara.co.uk or yara.ie.